Hello guys, welcome back to ND Speaks. Yes, I know it's been a while since I've come online, but today I want to tell you guys about something really, really interesting, something that I loved reading and something that I want to share with you guys. This is about Rabindranath Tagore and his greatness. Nineteen nineteen was going to be a mid-buster for the British. Until then, people had bared the torture any anyhow. Those who stood against had to face se- severe consequences, but everything had its limits. The month of April brought such an instance. India woke to its same colors on 13th April. Little did anyone know that this day would be historical. At 9 in the morning, General Dyer proceeded through the city announcing implementation of pass system to enter or leave Amritsar. A curfew beginning at 2000 hours that night and a ban on all processions and public meetings of four or more persons. <coughs> the proclamation was read and explained in English, Hindi, Punjabi and Urdu. Unfortunately, very few paid heed to it. By mid-afternoon, a humongous yet peaceful Peaceful uh, public had gathered at the Bagh near the Harmandir Sahib gate to protest against the unspecific arrest of, do- of Dr. Satipal and Saifuddin Kichlev. Moreover, a large number of people had attended, who attended the nearby held Vaisakhi Fair were also resting there. Then did the twist come. The Brigadier General Dyer mistook the situation. Without warning the crowd, he ordered his troops to close the main exit and start firing at the mob. Alas, thousands if not lakhs of demonstrators including women and children were injured while the killing while killing as many as 319 of them this took place somewhere between 1700 hours there are many doubts over the real number of demonstrators killed as the British did not set any panel to go through the matter but if sources are to be believed the count crossed over a thousand this event led the people this event led the indians horrified and saddened and angry this heinous crime was criticized throughout the globe resulting in wrenching loss of faith in the British. Some historians have even termed this episode 
as a stepping stone towards the increasing anger of the Indians towards the Br- British Raj and its misrules. As the news of Janianwala Bagh spread, crowd, the crowd and the mobs took to the streets in many Indian towns. There were strikes, clashes with police and attacks on sign of British rule. The British government responded with brutal suppression, seeking to humiliate and terrorize people. Satyagrahis were made to rub their noses on the ground, crawl on their streets and do salam to all sahibs. People were clogged and protesting villages were bombed. This resulted in the loss of many many more lives. Fathers lost their daughters, mothers lost their sons, wives lost their husbands and vice versa of everything mentioned above. Tagore silently observed all these things even while sitting in his Santiniketan. He was shaken by the wrong move taken by the British authorities. Tagore decided to do something concrete so that the British can realize their mistakes. On the morning of 31st May, the Viceroy's table received a letter. It was from Asia's first Nobel laureate, Gurudev Rabindranath Tagore. He was shocked at, as he started reading it. The letter read as the enormity of measure taken by the Punjab government for quelling some local disturbances has with a rude shock revealed to our minds helplessness of our position as British subjects in India. This, The disproportionate severity of punishment inflicted upon the unfortunate people in their method of carrying them out, we are convinced are without parallel in history of civilized government barring some exceptions conscious and remote. Considering such a treatment has been meted out to a population disarmed and resourceless by organization which has most terribly efficient organization for destruction of human lives, we must strongly assert it can claim no political expediency, far less moral justification. The account of insults and sufferings undergone by our brothers in Punjab have trickled through the gagged silence reaching every corner of India and the universal agony of indignation roused in the ears of our people has been ignored by our rulers possibly congratulating themselves for imparting what they imagined as salutary lessons. This callousness has been praised by the most of the Anglo-Indian tapers, which have even gone to the length of making fun of our sufferings without receiving the last check from the same authority. The time has come when the badges of honor make our shame glaring into the incongruous contexts of humiliation and I for my part wish to stand shorn of all special distinctions by the side of those of my countrymen 
who for their so-called insignificance are liable to suffer a degradation not fit for human beings and these are the reasons which have painfully compelled me to ask your excellency with you reference and regret to relieve me of my title of knighthood which i had the honor to accept for his majesty from his majesty the king from your hands of your predecessor for whose nobleness of heart i still entertain great admiration these lines left the viceroy numb one of the most influential persons in india had taken such a move as tagore was celebrated throughout the world this event marked a terrible insult to the british Im- Im- image thus as his name rabi that means son in bengali rabi or rabi suggested or suggests he became the rising sun in the history of indians of india's freedom struggle the nationwide protest accompanied by tagore's returning his knighthood left some impact on the british an informal apology was asked from the british parliament moreover general dyer was sent to serve on some part of africa this event marked that the indians would not keep mum when there was a sign of danger on their dignity tagore was a central pivot in this movement as the time flew tagore continued his journey by making priceless contributions to the freedom struggle there is a famous saying the sun never set on the british empire a legendary indian replied yes that's because even the god could not trust you in the dark the cruel miracle the cruel british misrule led us to this opinion if we go through some pages of history we can def- definitely find reference to it even neutral agencies nod that india was treated as a child of the lesser god coming back to rabindranath he was a philosopher of universal humanism though basically a poet and and a writer he found it difficult to keep away from national debates this consisted of boycott of british goods and western education the hollowness of western nationalism and the emerging the feeling of brotherhood among his young countrymen he took an active part in the anti partition movement uniting the two halves of bengal he composed the famous song amar sonar bangla to inspire two halves of bengal and counter back the british at large moreover he is the only poet to have written the national anthems of two different countries even these achievements don't do justice to this great and godly soul besides tagore did not hesitate even a bit to give up his knighthood and when his people were subjected to injustice and india was being treated as a foster child as the time flew the independence movement 
got stronger and stronger immortal gandhi immortal tagore left his mortal body on the 7th of august 1951 finally after struggling for two centuries india breathed free air on 15th of august 1947 this was a result of selfless sacrifices made by the great freedom fighters of india thus tagore still lives deep inside our heart not as a knight but as the emperor thank you thank you very much for listening to me